Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I am your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're good. I hope all is well in your world. Um, so today I'm just going to be sharing something or rather talking or musing on something that the Lord shared with me or he has been speaking to me about and um, and you know th- like I always say it, this musings these musings are just you know my sort of my conversations with the Lord things that he talks to me about and I just find a way to try and record them and in the process God himself speaks so if this is the first time joining this podcast welcome on board I'm so glad that you're here and that you're spending this time with me and with us together. Um, usually I'm supposed to be the physical host, but many times, most of the time, the Holy Spirit joins and then he just speaks through me as well. And as I learn, you know, I, we learn together, you know, he just takes the opportunity. And in those moments when the Holy Spirit is speaking, you can tell because you can then, you can see that I myself, you know, some profound things just come through and it's very clear that it's not me speaking. And I always live for those moments i love those moments when they do happen so let's hope that we will have one of those special moments today and and if not either ways i trust that the lord will season the words and you know do what he will he he desires to do with it in our hearts in my life and in yours as well so thank you for being here so um i've been having what i call this one verse moment with the lord where he just drops a verse of scripture in my heart and then it's sort of like just develops a life of its own it almost like spreads out like this big aura of light and knowledge in my heart and in my soul it speaks to my moment you know it and he drops it with understanding at the same time so it's never something that i would have to look upon it, it just makes sense you know he, he drops it and i don't know how he does this it's, it's a very spirit spirit spiritual thing in that he drops a word that comes with understanding so it's almost like he drops it like a pod and then it breaks as it hits into my spirit or into my soul it breaks and releases this knowledge and understanding and all of a sudden i just get it he doesn't have to explain to me what he's saying but as that drop happens just like the same way you drop um you know it, 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 like dye a drop of dye into water and then it spreads around and changes the color of the water into the color of the dye that's exactly how that um drop of understanding is or you know when he, he drops it in my soul so with that verse he, he speaks it and then the understanding and the interpretation of what that verse means in the context of whatever it is i am going through or reflecting on or the wisdom that i'm looking for it just happens and i'm sure some of you may have experienced this as well and you know how that works whatever it happens is really awesome because it's a word that comes with understanding you know many times people talk about people giving a word and then people say okay what does that mean you need to then interpret if it's a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom or a prophecy but this is a word of maybe that's how word of knowledge happens i don't know i don't know you know but it's i would just say it's a, a seed of a word of understanding because it comes with the as the word of god but it comes with understanding interpretation and um, revelation to my context it it comes with relevance to my context not revelation but relevance revelation actually revelation and relevance to my context so i just love that and it comes instantaneously so it drops spreads around you know and i just i enjoy that so and i call them one verse moments because it's a verse of scripture that he uses and it comes with understanding as well so recently he dropped um in me this scripture that says when when god spoke to abraham and said walk before me 
and be that perfect work with me and be that perfect and what he, he was saying to me was that or the understanding that i got from that was that he was saying my call to you is the same as the call that i had to, with abraham and that call is walk before me and be that perfect walk with me so he was telling me that i need to learn how to walk with him to not walk ahead of him or to not walk behind him but to walk with him and and the call to to walk with god is a call to be perfect to be able to trust and to be able to obey the lord so i went back into that scripture because i i mean i know it's because it has it's referenced in i think in old old testament as well as in the new in some place i, I can't remember now but it's a, it's a verse i'm fairly familiar with so i went and checked it out it's in genesis chapter 17 verse 1 and it reads when abraham was 99 90 years old and nine the lord appeared to abraham and said to him to abraham actually it wasn't abraham then appeared to abraham and said to him i am the almighty god walk before me and be thou perfect um other translation says amplified says i am the god almighty walk habitually before me with integrity knowing that you are always in my presence and be blameless and complete in obedience to me i think that obedience is what the lord was trying to make me understand that when he says walk with me it means whatever i ask you to do do in fact that and that's why i like amplified version because amplified version really brings out the meaning you know sometimes when you're translating from one language to the other some meaning is lost in translation and then it renders that um the understanding less effective or it, you know the, the the native speakers of the original translation will get the meaning but the person who is reading in the translated version may not get the meaning but amplified tries to bridge that gap by then ex providing explanatory text so, so i think this captures it well so it, it, really i think that obedience piece is what god really wanted to bring out for me and this is amazing that i'm now saying this in the amplified version because that was the understanding that he gave me that that verse was trying to say at least you know even though it didn't expressly say so in the translation it says walk before me and be that perfect so amplified says walk before me with integrity knowing that you're always in my presence and be blameless and complete in obedience to me so what the lord was saying to me in that walk with me be that perfect was that you need to know that you're walking before me walk with me and what that means is that you need to trust me you need to be able to you need to trust and obey you need to when i tell you to sit you sit when i tell you to stand you stand and you need to realize that we're on this journey together and i am the one who is leading you are you are following but i, I want you to walk at my pace and to do what i say you should do and that you need to trust me enough to be able to do it and why why he was saying this is because i'm going through things and we're on a journey together and sometimes i want to run ahead of him i'm very impatient like that you know i just don't have that oh lord i have to i'm one of those people that when the bible says um the followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises i really struggle in that patience area you know i i have the faith i may have the faith but I struggle more with patience than with faith. I always believe, you know, the faith thing is not so much of a struggle struggle for me because I sort of like believe that God will do what he says he's going to do. And I sort of like trust him. We have that kind of trusted relationship. I know he's got my back. I know that even when there are challenges, he'll come through for me. So I don't really have a problem in that area. And I have a relationship that I can talk with him. I can be myself. So even when I think things are not going well, I can go like, ah, oh God, what's going on now? You know, and then he has a way of calming me down and comforting me. So I don't really struggle per se in that faith area i don't because i me and him we understand ourselves so even if i need to grow my faith it helps me grow it the relationship just makes it easier because i'm not 
dealing with God like one angry God there who doesn't, you know, he's my father and I know he's got my back, he loves me, he cares about me and he understands me, he meets me at my level, you know, so I, I don't really have a problem with the faith, but man, I struggle with patience, I struggle, I want if God was, if God tells me to do something, or says that something's supposed to happen i want it to happen like yesterday you know and, and if it's not going to happen i want to understand why it's not happening you know i want to know everything and that's not the way god works you know he just doesn't work that way he's, ne- he's never worked that way he gives prophecies i mean when you look at the old testament he, he will give prophecies sometimes centuries ahead and he just expects you to be patient and believe and trust that it's going to happen you know even with abraham before you know isaac came it was so long you know joseph before the promises came he was long daniel before the promises came he was long you know that's just the way he is some things happen immediately some not necessarily so isaac and rebecca i think that one happened pretty well much the way they wanted it to but some other people like jacob had a very different um, experience with um, rachel and leah so it's it's um that's just the way he is anyway so um he, what he was trying to say was that trying and this was very personal to me saying that i need to understand that i am walking with me so he wasn't really talking a lot about the be thou perfect but the, what he was saying is that walk with me and what that means is that you need to trust and obey me and walk at my pace that was really what he was saying and so that means that even when i am not walking as fast as you would, you would like me to walk or things are not progressing or this journey that we're both on together is not progressing in the way that you would have wanted or you conceived or you imagined that it would be trust and obey you need to be patient and realize that you are not walking behind me you're not walking ahead of me but you are walking with me you know so walk at my pace don't lag behind but don't try and also go far ahead of me i'm very guilty of trying to go ahead of him i don't really have the lagging behind problem i don't think so i don't think so sometimes i do lag behind though when he's telling me to certain things and i'm sort of like delaying but he's sort of like he knows my love language in code so god sort of like knows how to get me to do stuff when he wants me to do it so i don't really he knows he knows that there's a way there's a just like when your father you know talks to you and says okay go and do this go and do this and then you are still like oh dad i'm not ready you know but then he says there's a look you get and you just know oh my goodness you're jumping out of your chair and you're going to go and get that thing so god knows how to do that give me that look that gets my attention and then i know that okay he's not joking anymore i really have to do this <laughs> so so um yeah so typically um the the I, I i hardly ever i don't often lag behind particularly with something very important to the lord Sometimes I may disobey though. I think sometimes I, I could be self-willed and I've made mistakes like that in the past. These days I, I really try not to do that on big ticket things because I've learned I've been burnt badly in the past. So I've now learned that when God tells you to do something, it's not because he's just been narcissistic or he just likes, it's just a power show, just wants to show you that he's in charge. It's really because he's trying to steer you away from evil or he knows that this is the path that is going to work for you. So I, I, I take him seriously now but i have the tendency to try to run ahead of him so sometimes and, and this is the thing about god he he has patience buckets of patience as you can see which is why he allows evil people to get away with evil for so long you know he he has patience so sometimes nothing is happening <laughs> you know what i'm saying nothing is as in 
nothing seems to be happening in the physical and that's the thing it's probably there's probably a lot happening in the spiritual realm there's probably a lot happening in the physical realm that we cannot see also in places that we are not physically present but we do not know that but in those moments where things are happening in places where we cannot see either physically on the earth or in, in, in you know in the spiritual realm god expects that i should still trust him and still be obedient and just be patient and wait it out until um until manifestation comes and this brings me to this other concept of watch and pray you know there were times when god would always say talk about watch and pray watch and pray i wonder what is what is watching and praying what's watching is that like you're praying <laughs> or you're watching what don't you watch and pray but i now realize as i'm speaking right now that, that this is where the patience comes in because the watch means watching over that situation in prayer and and recognizing that sometimes you you may have to watch over some situations in prayer much longer than others some in faith some just watching in trust some watching over in obedience you know whatever it may be but that watching is making us realize that there is sometimes a time lag or a time gap between when we start praying on something or when we start expecting god for something or trusting god for something or submitting to god on something or surrendering to god's purpose on something between the surrendering the consecration and the manifestation it may be take a day one week one year one month one decade whatever it may take a while so just being able to walk with god and allowing god to give us the grace and the presence of mind and the perseverance and the endurance and the strength you know to just to go through you know but the important thing in all of this which is what the lord was trying to say to me is that i should be walking with him and i mean and i think when we look at he said this to abraham and abraham too had to wait quite a bit before the promise of the heir you know came the promise of isaac came and of course we could see that there was a bit of impatience which is why they now went and did the ishmael option i'm the kind of person that would have done that ishmael option so really i totally understand <laughs> that but we also the problem that the ishmael op- option caused and we thank god for his mercy that the ishmael option did not um how did i say he didn't derail the isaac option but it almost it could have if not for god's mercy and that ishmael option really caused a lot of problems for abraham's household till today so and that's the thing god cannot you know god will not intervene so much in that but thank god the promise of in i you know the promise to isaac in isaac shall thy seed be called god fulfilled that promise anyways uh, you know and then so we contend with the ishmael problem as an ongoing thing but the most important thing is we're not trying to run ahead of god and then trying to solve things and create and thereby create a different problem for ourselves and i think this ishmael example is the holy ghost speaking that because i had never thought about it but i now realize that i i tend i generally have that tendency to be the kind of person who does with all good intentions goes after the ishmael option just so that trying to fulfill god has said you know i'm going to have an heir and the heir is going to come from so let me try and help god you know fulfill his promise and god doesn't want that kind of help he doesn't want that kind of help and most of the time every time i've tried to do that it has never turned out well but you know learning that discipline to be able to sit still and allow the journey to progress at god's pace even when it looks like i can help myself and i can do things i can actually make it progress further particularly and this is talking about life decisions i'm not talking about getting up in the morning and brushing your teeth or you know applying for a job you know things that you know you should do anyways but i'm talking really major life decisions the kind of decision in the context of how god was speaking to abraham here saying 
I am the Almighty God, walk before me. He was saying, order your life, all right? He was really talking about a major lifestyle change here. He wasn't talking about, you know, how you clean your house or, you know, that sort of thing. Or, you know, change, you know, he was just talking about the spiritual direction that your life is taking and how you're going to start working. Now, these are really big ticket things, you know. Ah, so, the Lord repeated this to me. So, he said, walk before me, walk before me and walk at peace with me what that means i want you to walk with me do not walk ahead of me do not walk behind me do not lag behind me but walk with me and what that means is that where i tell you to go you go in faith in love in righteousness what i tell you to do what i tell you to hold your peace you hold your peace what i tell you to 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 venture forward at this time, in this place, in this way, you follow. And when I tell you to stop, you stop. When I tell you to continue, continue. When I tell you to sit, you sit. When I tell you to stand, you stand. Walk with me. Be thou perfect. Be perfected in your trust towards me. Be perfected in your obedience towards me. Walk with me and be thou perfect. So this is an ongoing journey um, for me. And like I said, I think this amplified version captures... Um, a lot of what I think the essence of what the Lord was trying to tell me. I'm looking at another version here which says, When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him, saying, I am God Almighty, live in my presence and be blameless. That's also fine, but that's more like a fellowship thing. I think for me, what God was saying was, It was more about trust and obedience in my walk with Him. That obedience thing was a very, very strong part. So I think I would go with the amplified version of the translation of. Genesis 17 verse 1 in this case so um, I think I'll leave it at that for now Uh, this is an ongoing thing for me and it's the discipline of trusting God enough to know that I cannot do anything without him and Jesus lived like this really, Jesus understood this I think actually perhaps I need to go and read those gospels I think it was in John where Jesus talked a lot about how he relates with God and he said without him I I can do nothing and that everything that I say I hear from the father first before I say I do not say anything of my own but all that I have received from him that's what I say so he was he was Jesus even though he had all of the knowledge and in him you know dealt the fullness of the Godhead bodily and all things are held by him and the worlds were made by him he still did not walk ahead of God Neither did he lag behind God. He walked before the Lord and he was perfect. He made sure that everything that he said and that he did was according to the purpose of God, according to God's ongoing guidance. Things, he, he made sure his connection with heaven was sufficiently cultivated, nurtured and maintained. He, he waited to receive the orders before doing. Which is why even at the point of the Garden of Gethsemane, he said to the Lord, if thou wilt take this cup away from me, nevertheless, not my will be done but yours. Even at that point, he still sought permission. In fact, I think as I'm speaking now, I'm realizing that the Garden of Gethsemane experience really gives us an insider's view into how God operates with, with Jesus. So even though he had gotten to that point where Jesus knew it is now time for me to offer my life, for this purpose came out into the world. He still went before the father and was like, oh my God, but honestly, I really wish I didn't have to do this, you know, and then the Lord was like, you know, and then he knew, but he knew, not my will, but your will. So he still went at that. I am not going to lag behind you on this because I know now it has, it is now the time for me to offer myself up. This is the time you have prepared for this to happen. My journey on the earth has come to an end. This is at this point now, the only thing you require from me is for me to offer my life. And 
Jesus had to then trust the Lord in prayer and obey. So Jesus fulfilled, he was the epitome of walk before me and be thou prophet. And you know, this is awesome, you know. So God has given me two new examples here. The example of Jesus in walking before the Lord and being perfect. And the example of Abraham um, actually waiting with God um, for, um, for the Isaac promise. And as opposed to him going the other way and, you know, trying to walk ahead of God, doing the Ishmael option. But Jesus did, did it correctly. He didn't, he didn't go... He didn't make his own way. He didn't walk ahead of the Lord. Neither did he lag behind. Even though the devil was trying to make him lag behind. That's what was happening in the Garden of Gethsemane. So this is really awesome. Holy Ghost has shown up again. Thank you, co-host. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Because we have two examples now. So Abraham tried to walk ahead of the Lord. And he actually did by going for Ishmael. It wasn't yet time. So he wanted to go faster. He wanted to hasten things up. And he did the Ishmael option. Whereas Jesus, what was happening was that the devil was trying to get him to delay God's plan. Which is why that hesitancy around, you know, offering himself before the Lord. And eventually he prayed and he was able to, you know, walk, you know, get the patience and the faith to go at God's pace and offer himself at the time that God had, you know, had ordained for it to be done. So this, for the Lord to really have brought out these two examples for me that I had not prepared. I think this makes me, this is a confirmation for me that this is something that is really important to God and it's going to be very important if I am going to be able to work with him or, and you know, in a, in a, in a meaningful manner, effective manner, if I'm going to be able to even work with him at all in this my ongoing journey of consecration and um, rededication to him. So, I thank you, Holy Spirit, for this. Um, I'm hoping, like I said, this is something I really have to work on because I struggle. I really struggle in this area. I struggle. I struggle, particularly when God has said, do this, and I'm, you know, I'm invested, and I'm like, oh, yes, let's do it. I always have the tendency to walk ahead of him, you know, and I I think that patience thing is what I really, really, really need to work on, patience and faith. The Bible says, do not be slothful, be followers of them who through patience and faith inherit the promises. We, we never talk about that patience thing. We always talk about, we think, we just go straight to faith and we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I believe God too. Yes, it must happen. We think everything must be instantaneous. It just does not work that way. It doesn't work that way. So this is a message to me and I hope it has blessed you as well. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have